0: Gittin, Daf, the last thing we were discussing was a whole bunch of stories of a messenger who couldn't give the get, and therefore he was he made another messenger to give the get. In what situation would it be allowed? Like if he was sick, or if there was some sort of onus where he couldn't be there at the time where the get has to be given. And with that, we're starting, Lamed Amud Aleph, three lines in by the two dots, where it says, Hahu there's a man who gave a condition if i don't come back uh, within 30 days this should be a get so he gives her a get today and it counts as a get right now if i don't come back in 30 days he coming back on day 30 and for some reason there was water going through that area And he couldn't pass through. And he was screaming, Look, I'm coming. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Please see that I can't just pass. I don't want my get to actually count. That's not called him coming. And therefore she is considered divorced. And there was another person, he gave his wife a forget, he gave a condition, I mean, if I don't uh, calm down, do Shalom bite for the next 30 days, it should be a get from now. Azal He did whatever he could, he sent flowers, he sent friends, he went to the rabbi, whatever he could, and she didn't calm down, she didn't want to do Shalom B'ayt. So Amar Yosef, he give her a Tarkav, of of, uh, dinarim of coins and she didn't calm down meaning he didn't try hard enough give her more do whatever you have to do give her get buy her a bigger diamond whatever it is and therefore it is considered a divorce that's it some say it's a little bit differently i mean now Rav yosef is asking it in a question meaning does he have to go give her a tarkav of uh, coins Ha Paisa, he did whatever he could to do Shalom Paisa, and she was not uh, calming him down. He was an Anus, he's forced, he can't do anything about it. And therefore, the get is not a get. And ha de amar yesh onis begitin. You have to say the second pshat, it goes according to the person who says that there is a concept of onis. Someone who is forced, something went out of his control begitin. And since a person can say, it was out of my control, the get's not a get. And you have to say, Ha, the first one is Keman de Amar in honest beginning. There is no concept of uncontrollable. And the same way that the, the water passing through uh, does not constitute a uncontrollable act of God, and therefore it still is a get, and you can never say act of God. You can never say it was out of my control, and it will always be a get. And Lahalacha, very, very, very interesting, because this is one of the three places in Shas. We don't, uh, we're don't, we not posseq like the second language, we go by the first one. And even though in money a person can say, hey, they, they, they forced me to sell, or it's out of my control. But when it comes to get, you can't say it, and the get's a get. But there are ishonim, the hagat asheri, the say there are some cases in gitin where there could also be a ta'ana, bonus where a person can say it was out of my control. Next Mishnah. A person lent money to a Kohen, a poor person, he has to give them anyways. So he made a deal. So instead of me giving you, remote, I'm just going to take from that remote and keep it. Meaning, of course, he can't eat the Trumot itself, but he'll sell it to a different Kohen and uh, he'll take that money and he'll eat it. And same idea with the Levi, same idea with uh, the poor person. And the Mishnah explains, mm-hmm. A person can do this arrangement but with the hazakah that they're still alive. You don't have to worry that maybe the Kohen or the Levi died. Or all of a sudden that poor person won the lottery, now he's rich and you he, he can't uh, give him asirani anymore metu, and if they actually died, you have to go to the Yerushim, his uh, children, and you have to tell them, this is the deal I had with your dad, can I continue? And they tell him, yeah, not a problem. And if the whole uh, loan happened in Betin, and not you don't need permission from the children, because Betin made it as if they gave permission for you. Betin has the power to put a an obligation on someone to pay. So let's say these children they have an obligation to pay you, even though there was there's no reason for it. But still, since they're hefker betin they could do whatever they want. Therefore, betin can say, "Hey, you children of this kohen who had this arrangement with uh, with this man, you owe him money, and he's going to be taking it off the trumot and ma'asrot." And the Gemara starts. How could this arrangement work if the person was never zochet? Meaning. The Kohen was never that So how could this person Now just take it and sell it How could it actually be his How could it be the Kohen or the Levites And therefore when that person Sells it and he makes some money take off the loan How could that work The Kohen never took it so Amar Rav so the guy brings three answers number one is Rav says we're talking about his friends that are Korim Levim he always goes to them for so th- th- that's why you know it's for sure his and it's as if he already held them uh, on to it you could do as you could have someone else acquire it for them so call uh, your, your your neighbor or something here can you grab this for the kohen? yeah okay and then you could take it and Ula Amar gives a third answer. This goes according to the BOC The Amar asu et The had the, the power to make someone who doesn't want to acquire as if he acquired. And the Gemara explains the reason that there has to be three different answers is because no one wants to say like Rav bimakal because the Mishnah didn't mention it. We're talking about Kohani, uh, levim that are your friends, and amre didn't say like Shmuel because katane. The Mishnah never talked about someone acquiring for someone. Didn't talk about that. And both of them, Rav and Shmuel, didn't want to say namil because lo Allah said it's like Rabbi Yossi. We're not going to put our Mishnah like one Tanah. We'd rather go by the Rabbim, the majority. And by the way, Tosfot mentions, even though Shmuel holds like Rabbi Yossi, but still to say our Mishnah is like a minority opinion, it doesn't fit. Tanur we are ever bright. If a person lent money to Levi or poor person, and the deal was to take from the Trumot and Masrot, you could continue doing that with the Hazaka that these Kohen Levim, Ani are still alive. And the deal could be with the low market rate meaning you could say let's say a pound of ter, uh, of whatever wheat will be uh to ten dollars or ten shekel whatever it is and that will be the deal the entire time so even if the price of wheat goes up and down it doesn't make a difference that will be the price the entire time and there's no problem with repeat meaning you could figure out a price right now even though that there's no price on wheat you could figure out uh, the price now a uh, pound of wheat for ten dollars even though the price might fluctuate later that doesn't make a difference we're not going to call it a a about, about a back repeat none of that stuff In a regular sale, that could be a problem because you could set a price, and because the price changes, it could end up the person giving you back more than what you paid for. Here, it's not a problem. And the Shemitah year doesn't stop that loan. Usually, a Shemitah year stops a loan. Just the minute the Shemitah year finishes, that's it, all loans stop. Here, it doesn't do that. And if the lender wants to go back on this deal, he's not allowed to go back on this deal. And same idea, if the lender despaired, meaning he saw that his entire field got washed away, that's it, I'm never going to be able to get, collect this loan from the Trumotan al from the Skohen, I'm done. And then magically, uh, six weeks later, his entire field grew again. Once he despaired from ever collecting that loan, that's it, the loan is gone. And he can't collect it from the new crop. And Even if you got new crop, you don't give from the new crop on the old crop that got ruined. If something got uh, ruined, if it got lost, you don't give trumot and on that. So there's also a good side to this also. So, more. let's go, let's break down this, slowly. as azol. Well, you can give them the low price and stay with that. Pshita, the G'mah says, what's the problem? Of course, you should be able to do that, to set a price and, and pick up the money later. No, explains, Even if you didn't say that if the price fluctuates, this is going to still be the price. Even if you didn't say those words, we're going to say it. it's as if you did say those uh, words, and the uh, original price is the, is the price that stays the entire time of the loan. There's no ribit over here. Why not? So this is a very interesting type of loan. If this, if the owner doesn't have a crop, he doesn't pay back to the Kohen or the Levi sale. So there's a very, very pl- big plus side for the borrower over here. Therefore, Therefore, even if he has fruits and vegetables, we're going to say, hey, we're going to give something to you, which is, even if the price fluctuates, we're going to keep it at a standard price, and it's not going to be like a regular sale. And therefore, even if the price fluctuates, there's no issue with ribit. Number three, so The end of the shemita year doesn't stop the loan. Why? Very simple. De Because in order for a loan to be a loan, someone has to exact it, someone has to pressure the, the person to pay back. Here there's no pressure because it's coming from your the, the, the lender's field. Number four. If the lender wants to renege on the deal, he can't. And Amar Papa, shanu the owner cannot renege on the deal from the Kohen but opposite if the borrower wants to renege on the deal from the, uh, from the owner of the house in he could go back because since we're uh, making the Kohen as if he's holding on to it as if he's in the Trumot and Maasrot as we explained uh, earlier in the Gemara then uh, technically he could go back on the deal and quote unquote not pay him back so if that's the case, we have to look at it as if the owner is paying that kohen for food, and the kohen is giving him the food, even though we're skipping that whole kohen part. We're just looking at it as if uh, he's paying him. The original loan was the, the owner paying the kohen. And in any deal, when it comes to money, we know that the only way, to, that there's only a kinyan by meshikha, someone has to pull. Money is not a good enough... Uh, way of buying things if a purchaser someone buying something gives the seller money and he never pulled the fruits the owner could say take your money I'm not selling this to you so same idea over here the owner could give the Kohen money and if the Kohen doesn't want to give him the fruits even though they're the owner's fruits he could say no he could say I want the fruits okay here we're talking about a case where the owner is supposed to get paid back from the coin by taking the true motor master, it's selling it, and the field got ruined. And the owner despaired. So we said, except for the fact that he can't now take from the new crop, but also, there's a plus side that he doesn't have to give from the new crop on the old crop because once something was destroyed, you don't have to give through Mot and Masroth on it. Pshita, well, obviously. Sagma like explains, even in a case where they got fixed, I would have said, I would have said, okay, it got ruined. But now that it got fixed, that's a something, and you have to give through Mot and it on it. Now, once you're despaired, you're despaired, and that's it. Tanya, Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov Omer Hamavim Ma'otet Akohin V'Talevi Bebetin Umetu. A person lent money to Kohin and Levi in betin. They died. Mafrish alin bechaskat ot You can continue doing that arrangement by taking trumot and maasrot to your pocket. Based on somebody in that uh, shevet, one of the kohanim, one of the leviim, meaning that are supposed to be your resh, that kohan levi, you're going to take it's as if you give it to someone in that uh, shevet and you're taking it back. Vitaani, and if again, if you did it with taani umet and the ani died, ani okay, then you could take it from him, al some other poor Jewish person, and it'd be a high omer, ani not uh, poor Jews, even any poor person, even Goyim. And my benai, what's the Mahloket between them? What's the bottom line? What's the practical difference between them? Ika <laughs> Benayu The aniim of the Kutiyim. The Kutiyim are a group that in Sefer Melachim, Melachim Bet, Perak Zayn they wanted to become Jewish because they were scared of lions. And there's a whole are they really Jews? Are they not really Jews? What's their story? So that's the machlokah. According to Rabbi Ahayu, we go by poor people all over the world. You can, if there's kuti poor people in the city, we could rely on those for this uh, owner to continue his uh, his deal. And according to Rabbi Le'ize bin Yaakov, that we only do Israel, and he holds kutim are not really Jewish. Then you cannot take uh, the, the master on on that uh, these uh, on kutim. And the Gemara brings out one last point. If that poor person all of a sudden became rich, you cannot take back any of that trumot and masrot anymore. You can't take masrani to your pocket anymore. And the poor person who now became rich, he's Zohe from that original loan. He doesn't have to pay it back. And the masrani, the owner can't take. So that's how it ends. So the Gemara asked a question Ha Look, if a guy dies, you made a Takana, that you could continue taking Alpi the Chevet, Alpi the poor people in the city, but when it comes to the guy becoming rich, you didn't help out the owner. So the Gemara says, Death is a common thing. Someone becoming wealthy, and when we mean wealthy over here, means he can take care of himself. Not that if he just uh, passed the threshold of uh, of going from poor to someone who has money. We're talking about someone becoming wealthy, that's not common. And hachamim, are not going to make it takan taf, is something not common. And I'm of papa, hainu de'amrein, this is exactly what people say. Havrach mit asher. If someone tells you that your friend passed away, believe it Ashar. If someone tells you your friend became rich, Lot don't believe it. That's something that's not common. Met If the borrower passed away, let's say that Kohen who borrowed the money passed away, then you have to go to, to the Yorshim and uh, and ask for permission to continue this deal to be to be able to take the Trumot and Maasrot. However, if it was in front of Betin, you don't have to. And Tanya Rabbi Omer We're talking about when we say Yorshin. Yorshin means. People, uh, the, the the children who inherited the, from their father. So come says, "Umiika Yorashim de'la Wait a second. Is there such thing as Yorashim that didn't inherit money? What do you mean? They're called Yorashim for a reason. Ela Amar bi'Yochanan sheyarshu karka ve'lo yarshu kesafim. Ribim means we're talking about Yerushim, who inherited land, and once their father gave them land, they now have to pay back loans, not uh, not Yerushim, who only inherited money. Because if it's only money, they don't have to pay back. But if it's land, then they have to pay back. And to be Yonatan, The Kohen father who passed away, left over a land the size of a needle, then the homeowner, the Baal, he can collect the amount of produce that has the value of the size of a needle. And same thing, Melokardom, and if the, the borrower passed away leaving an area the size of an axe, then Gove Melokardom, then the lender can collect the value of a full axe of land. And Amar Eberbi argues and says, No, even if you only left an area of land the size of a needle, the the homeowner can collect the value of an axe of land. And there's the same idea with Abaye, with a small piece of land where the children of someone who passed away, they inherited a land that was only worth, uh, let's say, uh, 50 bucks, and the that was 100 bucks, and uh, the the person came there, he took the land, and they they gave them 50 bucks, and he gave them back the land, and he did it again. And Abaye made them pay it again. He had to pay it twice. Why? Because just that small piece of land, it's as if you're collecting again and again and again until the entire debt was repaid. Tanur Israel lecha looked at the Levi, told him, "Look, I have maaser at home for you," and he didn't tell him exactly how much. And choshin trumat maaser We're not worried that in that truma there's still that ten percent that the Levi has to give to the Kohen. However, if he told him the if he gave him an exact amount, a weight, whatever it is, a, a, the size of a kor, then we're worried that maybe in that kor there could be trumat maaser, And the Gemara doesn't understand exactly what's going on. Explain. So my kamar, what's going on? So this is what's really going on. If Israel found his friend Levi and he told him, "Look, I have a, a, a maser in my house for you. The helach and here's the money." Meaning, uh, Maaser is only—it's not a kadosh in itself. It's—it it, it becomes the money of the Levi, so Levi could actually sell it, and then Israel could eat that same uh, fr- uh, that same fruit crop, whatever it is. Unlike Truma, Truma is Kodesh in itself, and nobody else can uh, uh, eat it. Meaning, even if a Kohen sells it, it's still kadosh, and, and Israel can't eat it. So, over here with the Levi, he's telling him, here, is, uh, I have Maser at home, here's the money instead, can I just keep the fruits? And that works. because We're not worried that the Levi took that Maser in his brain, and he said, that it's going to be on different fruits that I have at home. So, Meaning, we're not worried that the Levi took money and he's going to say that the ma'asir that the Israel has in his house, it's going to go on on something else. However, if the Israel said, I have a kor in my house, here's the money instead of it, there, we're worried that maybe this Levi has nine Kurim in his house of maaser, And now here's the 10th one from this person. He got the money. So he's going to take the money and say that that Kur is Trumat maaser; It belongs to Kohen. And i gonna let this deal with it. I never did a meshicha; I can now switch my mind. So we're worried that the uh, Levi might do such a thing. So now the asks ask I ask, you know, what are we dealing with Rashaim over here? Are we talking about Rashaim? That they take money. They took the money, they took the Israel's cash, and then they're going to go switch uh, that uh, pile to Trumat We're not talking about a Levi who's going to take money, make the Israel think it's Cholin, and then switch it and make it Trumat uh, Maaser, which is maser level. We're not talking of something like that. Rather, El Amar of Ravidi gives a different answer to the Breitah, or a different explanation. Ha Israel Shamar Leben Levi Maaser Levi Israel told a Levi. Your father has ma'asir in my hand. And I told him about it while he was alive. Take the money, you sell it to me. We're not worried that Levi's father made that uh, pile of ma'asir, for a different pile that he had. However, Helach damav. If he told them your father had a core sir, by me, here's the money sell to me. No, over there, we're oh Aviv, worried that the Levi's father before he died made that core since there's an exact amount, on different on uh, a different pile. The idea is since we're dealing with the the Levi's father, maybe he didn't know, maybe he didn't tell him, and that's why the mess up could happen. So again, they're like when I ask the question, do we suspect uh, a Haver, someone who's a religious Jew, to separate his throat when they're not next to each other? One's over here, one's over there. Usually you're not allowed to do that. Everything should be together in one spot. Meaning, of course, with the Avad, it works, you shouldn't be doing it. Uh, the Ran says uh, it's a sewer to do it because maybe the fruits will ruin and you can only do it uh, if the fruits are good. It gives a different reason because if you do it by trumat maser you might actually do it by real trumah. And over there, it's a deoraita that you can't uh, give from one pile on, on another pile if they're not next to each other. Here's a different explanation to the brayta. Uh, A told the Levi, "Kach amali, this is what my father told me before he died: "Masel lecha that I have maser for you in my hands." Or he told them that "Masel le'avicha be'adi," or "I have maser for your father in my hands." Chosheshin trumat maser. over there we have to worry. That is, the Levi has to worry that that pile there's uh, nothing was given on it. Meaning, the Levi once he gets it has to give trumat maser. What's the idea? Kevan de lo kitz, since there's no set amount in that pile, lo havam le ba'alabayit, then obviously the the never would have fixed it. However, if the Israel would have said kor maaser le chabe'adi, there's a set amount, or kor maaser le vi chabe'adi, or there's a kor maaser for your father in my hands, in Hoshishin le tumat maaser the Levi doesn't have to worry about giving tumat maaser on that pile, kevan de since there's a set amount. Tekuneim, Tekneim, Ba'la Bait. The Ba'la was the one who probably fixed it. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.